Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to Batch Bitch. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. You trying to throw me off again? I was Mouth just going hello. <laughs> That's usually how you say hello. You did like a subdued Is one. Is it? Today. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I do do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's subdued because we just spent, what, an hour? Uh, an hour and 25. I got here at 5.07. Yeah, um, just trying to set this up because we, I got, I thought I got a replacement cord for the one that was breaking Yeah. Um, from Evan Munro-Smith from um, Stupid Old Studios. He hosts Gamey Gamey Game. He lent me a cord. Um, we get here, Danielle has brought the um, microphones without the other cord, obviously, because I had this replacement cord. Um, turns out it doesn't work. No good, but you also don't want the buzzing. So, you what? You don't want the buzzing. Sorry, it was yawning. That's true. It did force us to um set up um my boyfriend's streaming microphone. Yeah, it does look like you are in a recording studio about to record an R and B album. Thank you, R and B. What a compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, I do look good now because I got like the whole the microphone hanging over me thing, and you look like trash. Um, <laughs> now we are obviously we've watched the finale of The Bachelor, but we're not going to talk about that this episode. No. This episode is just for the incredibly exciting lead up. Boring episode and I'm already like I'm so tired so I'm worried that this episode is going to put me to sleep recapping did you get a coffee no because the IGA below your house the like the coffee machine they had in there is broke is broken it said it needs water in it and the man was like I don't know how to put water in it do you know how much I need a coffee but I'm not getting an ice break because that's not a coffee why didn't you just like buy some instant coffee or something well because it was gonna be like like I'm, i don't want to spend seven dollars on buying instant coffee okay i'm on a budget naomi i'm a full-time <laughs> comedy person i have no money <laughs> all right just be a grumpy shit and i'll have to deal with it good is that how it goes fine um, so this is the penultimate episode of The Bachelor season six. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, are we ready for this to wrap up? Yeah, I think they were also trying to extend how, like, to fill the time slot because this opened with like three minutes of Nick running shirtless up a hill. Yes, like it w- it went on for ages. That montage, <laughs> I was like. Oh no, this is going to be boring if this is taking so much time. This episode's going to be shit. And it was. Yeah. Um yeah, it was really boring. I didn't actually watch this one live, but at this point I just didn't care. Um no. except that I was in a room. I was going to support my partner on his band tour. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. They got nominated for an aria. Congratulations. Yeah, for comedy album and there's usually only like 5 in Australia per year anyway. <laughs> That was very well deserved. Um, 
but uh, anyway, before the show, they were like in this sort of, I'm not going to call it a green room. It was like an upstairs spare room at an Irish pub. <laughs> that was not the venue that they were performing at. Um, but then Broden was like um, flicking through channels and then he like f- flicking through at like one second per channel, by the way. Well, I mean, you got to be decisive. No, you don't even know what you're looking at. You see the name flash up at the bottom. You're like, no, I don't want to read German, so I don't want to watch Inspector Rex. Rex <laughs> one. Uh, well, anyway, I saw The Bachelor and I was like, oh, my God, stop. Put it on Channel 10. And then he, like, put it on Channel 10 and then went and sat on the couch and didn't look at it. <laughs> I almost think it was like a fidget spinner to him. Just, like, nerves. That could be it. Just too. flick, flick, flick. Because he, he was not absorbing any of it. Maybe he was like, oh, I know Naomi is into this and she's in the room, so I'm going to put this on. Mm. Or do you not think he's that courteous? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I don't care about saying because I know he's definitely listening to this. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, I forced him to put it on and then everyone was um, speaking too much. So I just ended up sort of pressed against the wall. I saw um, that. I was wondering. I thought the volume must have been so low because you put that up on your Instagram story. Well, yeah. Well, basically, yeah, I couldn't hear it, so I was pressed up against it. So when I said I didn't even care about missing this episode, that was a complete lie, clearly, because yeah. I was like desperately trying to hear. But I wanted to hear um, the end of the episode, which is Brooke telling him he's a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, so there's three people left, Sophie, Brittany, and Brooke. Obviously, I would say Brooke is the favourite at this point. Yeah, she's the clear front runner <clears throat> all season so far. Yeah, from the beginning. I mean, she got the first impression. Yeah, first key. impression rose. <laughs> oh yeah, first imp- oh <clears throat> fucking yeah key. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that was, the batch pad key. Hmm. Bachelor key. <laughs> batch pad key. Different <laughs> names. Same thing. Uh, exactly. So, um, anyway, so we've got three dates coming up. Obviously, we had hometowns last week. Cass left, so what's the point of any of this? Yeah. Um, but we're going through it. So, we've got Sophie um, is up first. Beautiful Soph. Sophie has been pigeonholed in this series as somebody who's an adrenaline junkie because she said <laughs> she likes jet skis one time <laughs> and is now forced to do any sort of adventure thing. So, she's been told she's going skydiving. Yeah. Yeah, and she's not – no, she says – this is what she says about it. I've chosen not to jump out of a plane because I've never wanted to jump out of a plane. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Same, that to too. be honest. <laughs> yeah. I've, jumped, I've jumped out of a helicopter, but um, – Really? Yeah. I did it. I Winched? I did that. Yep, I got, I got lynched. No! no oh, my God! <laughs> I did that on purpose that time. No, <laughs> I did the thing where you did the, uh, the skydiving or whatever. You did – you heli- skydived. Out of a helicopter. Really? In the... Where was it? In in Switzerland. Did your boobs invert? I don't remember that sensation. (laughs) I was focused on the sheer terror. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think... I can't remember if I wanted to do it or if I just was like... Or my... Like my two friends in... When I was living in London, they were like, wait, let's go to Switzerland. And I was like, yeah. And then went and just did it and I don't know if I like actually wanted to do it because now looking back, I'm like... (laughs) Why the fuck did you do that? Did you like it? I remember feeling real good after, but I also remember the feeling of falling out and feeling that like, you know, when you like go on some sort of roller coaster ride, how your stomach drops out of your belly? Yeah. That feeling for like a long time. Oh, I love that feeling. You like that feeling. Wait, do you mean emotionally or like physically, literally? Physically, when it's like... Yeah, no, I love that feeling. Oh, what the fuck, Naomi? (laughs) Is that your actual organs moving inside you? I guess. It's sort of like and it's like the opposite way of gravity, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's so weird. We had like I had like a GoPro or something strapped to me and um like there's a picture of like what I can see and it is I'm looking up at the <laughs> helicopter. So I'm like falling like back to the ground and staring up at the helicopter but I feel like I'm falling down so I feel like I'm falling into the helicopter blades oh wow but that's interesting yeah anyway it sounds like you had fun I did have fun in the end but (laughs) now looking back I wouldn't do it again it also costs so much money because like it costs money here but like in like Switzerland's a very expensive place 
I could have done it much cheaper in other places. Really? Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah. just fucking expensive. Also, apparently they're, for some reason I get, like, in my head, they're, like, really, um, like, progressive. Apparently the women only got the vote in, like, really late. Either, like, the 70s or the 90s or something like that. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> mm, they're hiding Never going there. Yeah. They've all got, like, louvers, like, shutters on their house. <laughs> I reckon that so nobody can see in and they can do horrible things in their houses. Shut the, <laughs> shut the people out. They're just standing in the lounge room. I don't think women should be able to vote. <laughs> shut the blinds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sophie finds out she's going to skydive and she doesn't want to do it. Just don't do it. Neither does Nick. Nick does not seem keen on this. I think this is the work of Adrenaline.com, yeah. <laughs> who will clearly advertise like they sponsored this date. Yeah. I think it's like mandated you have to have a skydiving date on The Bachelor. That is seems it? to be, yeah, not The Bachelorette because the women, I don't think, are under as much pressure. Even after the winching. The, like, the winch that happened. I almost went to correct you. I but know, you I said it right because you got upset last time when I did it on purpose. <laughs> Sorry. um so yeah i don't know who cares they're both really really nervous um nick says he bought a spare pair of grunders grundies grundies undies what is a grundy though isn't it like a dirty undie or granddad's undies oh right okay soil or something i don't understand i know it means like gross undies Mm. yeah Gross Nick, more like. <laughs> got him. Um, you got him real good there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm on fire today. I'm really sick, so I apologise if I sound a bit gross because I, I can't swallow my spit fully because I, if, I, if I actually swallow, it like hurts like a bitch. That's not good. I'm upset that I'm in the same room with you. Yeah, I hope you don't get it. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, I fucking hate being sick and I'll... Oh, I love I'll it. I'll send you like anthrax in the mail if you... <laughs> If you give me this, coffee. that'll make me more sick. Yeah, and then I'll pass and you it can't on. Can't give you. me that back because there's no way I'll open a letter from you <laughs> after that. <laughs> after poisoning, I me. get all my mail sent to me in emails, and you can't send anthrax in emails. I'll be suspicious of it, suspicious of anything <laughs> in a real post. Not me, because I'm an old soul. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, Nick's, Nick's nervous. Sophie's comforted by how nervous Nick is. I get this. Um, if ever. I feel like me and me and my boyfriend take like turns being like upset or like depressed. Not all the time, but one only one of us is depressed at a time. <laughs> That's a good way to be. It's bad when both people are depressed. Because well, I feel like if one person's more depressed than the other one's like, yeah. okay, I have to keep this this keep boat floating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that weird state where there's, like, a weird crossover is the worst. Where it's, like, if there's, like, a, a crossover of, like, a week of when you're both depressed before one of you gets better. Oh, yeah, no, that's bad. Because I'm, bad. like, who's going to take who's gonna take care of us? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I don't get out of bed. Um, so, oh, God. Basically, they go up into the plane. Guess <sighs> what? There's too much wind. It's too dangerous. They yep. can't jump out. Yeah. Nothing happens. Drama. They, drama. Yeah, they well, go. Yeah, they go have like a, some sort of romantic d- date after. The, no, they sit on a couch and do their usual champagne thing. Yeah, always have couch time. They're at their couch time. Um, and Sophie keeps saying that she's got to leave it all out there because obviously she sort of hesitated on her hometown to tell him how she really felt. But Nick and also doesn't tell any of the girls how he feels. So. Ever. So, you know. He just asks, how do you feel? He also doesn't make conversation. He asks questions from, like, a conversation handbook. <laughs> yeah, but he has one. Wait, you have one. Yeah. And you have helpful. one in your lounge. I do. I was writing something the other day and I was just going reading through them and some of them gave me ideas for things because obviously stand-up is like, you've got to try and manufacture a one-sided conversation <laughs> for however long you're on stage. <laughs> And they help because, like, I'm trying to figure out, hmm, what would I talk about to myself? It's very (laughs) helpful when you can ask, you read them, ask yourself a question. However, asking those to a stranger is weird because they're very manufactured. Really? Give me one. I don't have them on me right now. You don't remember any? Well, I haven't done them in a while. I think one of the ones this week was, like, something about, um, 
like do you have a no i can't remember any of them <laughs> off by heart exactly i can i can find one for you now i can look look it up on the internet yeah what are we going to talk about the bachelor will let buddy be done in 10 minutes <laughs> okay yeah sorry okay i'm uh, sorry <laughs> um the school of life i think that's where we got them from da, da, is that da, related da. to the school of hard knocks no <laughs> naomi don't be a fucking idiot okay <laughs> What's wrong with you today? You're bloody. I'm sick and I'm going to make you sick. Gross Naomi. Oh, is that? That's what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah. Duh. I'm so glad it was that. I thought you were like, Graomi, like you're grey, like you're bland and boring. And I was like, going to jump off the balcony. Yeah, well, I usually do. <laughs> Just going to kiss my dog while you find the school of life. The other day I was singing to him and I was like, I don't want anybody else. When I think about Tazo, I'd know. <laughs> okay, that's good. that's good. I'm glad you ended like that. Okay. Caught myself. I've got some censored myself. questions. Yeah. Okay. They are very, uh, this this one's shit. What's the best, what's the best evening you've ever had? No. <laughs> okay. Are you where you wanted to be at this stage in your life? That's a what very the Nick fuck? question. That's a Nick question. That's so bad. That's a Nick question, though. You have to agree. Yeah, but that's so like, I fucking hate being asked questions like that that make you like evaluate your life. Like, my yeah, they're friend. They're also helpful, though. Yeah, but I don't want to think about that shit. <laughs> I my Do friend not go to a psychologist, <laughs> Naomi. Well, I go to a psychologist where I can just cry at her. Okay. Um, I my friend William, big fan of the pod. Yeah, I have to mention him, or he won't recommend it to more people. Okay. Sometimes he'll just be like, "Are you happy?" And I'm like, "Excuse me." I'm oh like, "How dare you?" And I tell you, this is so. Once my my partner, Jono, um. He asked an open micer man. Have I told you this before? No. He asked this like open micer guy. I won't tell you. I'll tell you the name after the pod. Yeah. Um, he told this open micer guy. He said, uh, "Are you happy?" And the open micer guy said, "Yeah, I'm happy." And then Jono said, um, "Yeah, because like you don't, you don't look happy, and you know like you can't build a life of happiness on a foundation of sadness." And then Jono left the room. <laughs> open mic I had to go on stage and I was like yeah he was vis- he was like quite shaken but you know, <laughs> you know oh my sometimes God. connect um words to emotion <laughs> I'm so glad he's never said anything like that to me okay do you want- <laughs> do that's you- so bad <laughs> you can't just say that well he did I don't know why it's I guess it's my favorite story it's weird because I like I find it so intrusive to like ask people like talk to people like that. But I guess we all should be sort of we shouldn't just be smiling on the outside. Like we should be yeah. able to talk about that stuff. But he's also like doing like he's also sort of doing in his own way. Like, an, are you okay? How are you going? And then yeah. trying to push through that barrier to be like, nah, be real. Like, <laughs> fine. But at the same time, it is very intrusive. <laughs> um, do you want me to ask you another question? Yeah. Okay, what, <laughs> these are all very intrusive. What do you and your partner argue about most? No. <laughs> What's the, this is for starting conversations with strangers. Well, yeah, I think, well, no, this one, no, this is for family. This is one, oh. this one is original edition. A set of 100 question cards to spark meaningful conversation around love, life, culture, and family. Mm. Um, God, what do we fight about? Oh, I don't know. When I fuck with his computer, his <laughs> he's gonna love computer. it after this. <laughs> um, what are the best things you owe your parents? Um, oh, what do I owe? Um, I think I owe my dad a sense of independence. Um, because I had to develop that because of him. Um, and I think I owe um my mum. I think she taught me to um, think about other people. Very good. Look, that's a meaningful conversation. That's a meaningful conversation. (laughs) Learn a little bit about you. What about this one? (laughs) Would you happy? Well, would this is a weird one? Would you be happy to tell your friends how much you earn? Yeah. 
Would you be happy? Would you consider the podcast listeners friends? <laughs> no. I don't know why that seems weird. Did you hear that, everybody at home? She doesn't consider you a friend. How dare she? Danielle for president. Because <laughs> we're the only two options. Do you, what, pres- do you mean president of the pod? No, of okay. the world. Duh. Um, there's one more question left in the example questions. This is okay. probably the worst question, I think. Okay. Have you ever had a religious experience? Oh. I don't know what that means exactly. But. I have. Do you know, I've never told anyone this. Ooh. So I grew up Christian. I consider myself to be a, um, it's not, it sounds like the word antagonist, but agnostic. Oh, yeah. Me too. I consider myself to be agnostic now. Um, oh, my family's listening to this. I don't know if they know that about me. My family's all Christian, right? But they're like cool, chill Christians. Anyway. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. Uh, but they I, – I used to go to this youth church, which was very much like Hillsong for like teenagers. Oh, yes. I think some girls at my school went to one of them. Yeah. It was – every Friday night they had this thing called, called Boom. Like, YWAC or something? No, this one's called Planet Shakers. Oh, okay. Oh, your sounds cooler. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they came to our town. They had, like, a service and it was – but I didn't even – yeah, anyway, whatever. I ended up signing up and every Friday night we go to church. This is when I was, like, 15. <laughs> Super cool. Um, and uh, not that church isn't cool, whatever. I'm not trying to alienate anyone. But then, like, there was this part where – I don't know if it was at, like, this conference I'd gone to or maybe it was just, like, a regular Friday night one. But I just remember, like – Everyone started speaking in tongues, and I was what like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, Were "Okay." They like well, yeah, I started like, doing it too. I started doing it too, and I was like, I "Feel like I'm just making this." <laughs> this is like when a group of friends tries to use a Ouija board. Yeah, <laughs> but it was really—I don't think I've ever—I haven't told anyone that ever. So this is a hot exclusive. That is, but good I have conversation starter. spoken in tongues, but not really because as I was doing it, I was like. Mm. No. <laughs> not doing this again. This is not real. Uh, I think I can do <clears throat> oh, I can do a um they've got different categories. Do you want me to no, I don't probably don't want to read anymore because we can go specifically to a they've got relate they've got a love edition. I think they've got a family <laughs> edition that's purely for family. That's a lot. Yeah. They've got heaps. Um we've got two. We've got the original and the love one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a romantic. You, you and no, John are asking each other love questions. They're not love questions. They're like, I don't know. Let me. Okay, now I've got to find examples. <laughs> God. Um, there's like, these are the different categories. Family baggage, you as a partner, attachment, the start of relationships, sex, fidelity, relationship hygiene, and rouse. And like, and, <laughs> and this is an example, I don't know what, it's like, is it a sign of cynicism or wisdom to tolerate affairs? Then you say your answer. This is, uh, this is one. Is one. What's what was your family's attitude to showing you affection? How do you think this affects you? It's like Fuck all hell. questions like that. I suppose it helps because then it's like if like you are weird with affection, maybe it's something because of your family, and then they can understand you better. And oh you yeah, never, like you would have never thought about that before. Yeah, you got to blame your like, parents. I don't want to think about my family. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> all right fine. back to the bachelor from our self-help chat <laughs> all of these concepts are terrifying to me sorry probably because of my parents <laughs> nah just me um sorry. The, yeah my uh my my boyfriend wouldn't um he loves those questions that where you're like okay okay um oh he boy fucking would hey i do not want to think about <laughs> okay to <laughs> unpack some stuff <laughs> probably good to live honestly because yeah, i'm very much not like i'm like i'm never gonna look inside myself yeah me too i love to <laughs> bottle shit up i'm like bury it deep bury it down i'm angry about something don't know what it is <laughs> don't care <laughs> Exactly, it's so much work. (laughs) Anyway, back to this bullshit. Sophie, oh yeah, we're still kind of in the thread of um, the theme that we were talking about. So um, yeah, he was like, how would you see us moving forward outside of this? Um, See, I didn't realise, I think Sophie and Brittany both live in Sydney. 
So that hasn't really come up with them, obviously. And she says, the love, the passion and the drive would be endless between us. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of clingy and weird and creepy. He loves it. He yeah, loves he it. he loves anybody being, like, infatuated with him until he gets to the point where he's like, actually, no, I'm scared of commitment, no. Yeah. Actually, this reminds me of that fuck boy I dated because he was very much like, oh, uh, when we first, like, started hooking up he was like oh you like me too much we should stop this and I was and then I started I was like I don't like you that much and then I started talking about other boys in front of him and then he got comfortable again <laughs> so he did that for ages and still he taught until he started to get really like jealous and he's like why do you talk about other guys in front of me that's so rude and then I was like uh sorry and then I was like I went out without him one night and he was like because we'd been spending a lot of time together but then I went out without him and he and then he like said that he was like worried and jealous that I might hook up with someone else even though he was very much like we are not uh, like dating, blah blah. Thing, okay. We're not exclusive. I can fuck whoever I want. Yeah. <laughs> get in the box. Well, that's and then like and then he got drunk and like asked me to be in a relationship with him, and I think it took about. And then I was like, yes, but I was a bit hesitant. Um, I was very much like, I don't want to end up with this guy, but I still want to keep seeing him for now. So I was like, okay, if it has to be this, that's fine. And then like three days later, Do you I be in a relationship for now. Yeah, that was actually what it was. And then, like, three days later, I was like, oh, this is great. Now I'm really smitten. And then he was like, oh, yuck. And then just, like, didn't talk to me. Oh, I'm sorry. And <laughs> it went, oh, no, it was fine. Um, I mean, it wasn't fine at the time. I was a bit upset. But, again, I never really liked him that much. But it was just, like, yeah. he just, like, wanted to hook me in. And then he was like, oh, now I don't have to fight for a, hmm. Now I realize I hate it. <laughs> But it was really awkward and weird because he just like was like really really distant and like awkward even though I was like you're technically my boyfriend and it was yeah, that's so weird. odd and like I remember I we worked at the cinema together and um I was finishing my shift as he rocked up with like a group of his friends to watch a movie and he like hadn't invited me <laughs> and then like his friends were like oh are you gonna come and I was like nah and he was just like standing there what a child yeah. <laughs> it's just like i was like 19 20 at this point this is i was 20 years old how <laughs> dare he i'm just realizing like just how immature that whole thing yeah that's pretty immature so that's what i think of nick i think he just wants to get all these girls get them to like really lay their heart out there and then he's like mm, nah. meh <laughs> nah. um yeah. So, yeah, she says, I'm very clearly falling head over heels for you. Um, so she basically says, I'm falling in love with you. And then she says, with everything I've just given you, I've never been more vulnerable. True. Um, and then he's like, I'm so happy you've opened up. And then he just says nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Could he be worse? Tarzo, could he be worse? Tarzo's here. He's just having a sleep on the floor. He's very cute. Um, that was pretty much the end of the date, wasn't it? Yeah, he just says fucking nothing. That that becomes a pattern from here on out, even more oh so my than earlier. God, does it ever. So, yeah, she says all that. He says basically nothing. She says she's proud of herself for pushing through that. And I'm like, good on you. He's not worth it, but good on you for personal growth. That's yeah. fine. Um, And then, do you have anything else to say about that? No. Who gives a shit? Uh, and then we have Britney's date. Brittany, um, obviously boring, <laughs> boring Hurricane Brittany. Um, she, she's a bit, she's a bit, it's a bit awkward because the last time they talked was about Cass. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, Cass didn't really give me a straight answer. And I'm like, she, she told you, you everything except what she, base they went to. She told you what you were asking was inappropriate. So now you're still going to try and get that information on national TV when Cass has told you that she doesn't think it's appropriate to talk about. Well, yeah, but she told her everything else, like, apart from intimate details that no one... Also, who cares what intimate details have happened? Yeah. Um, If you're worried that the honey badger's dicked a woman, guess what? <laughs> you're in for a rough time. Because <laughs> I reckon he's a bit of a r- r- ragamuffin. Fruit rat. <laughs> he's, he's like a dog in a hot dog shop. What? Uh, I was trying to do one of his things. Uh, it was like a goose in a, uh, a goose in a goon effect. Just because we were talking about like he would have eaten 
the dog would have eaten all the hot dogs. Yeah, but just because we were talking about sex, and so when you said hot dog, I immediately thought that they were like imagery for dicks, and then you're like imagery for women's pussies. A dog just like chewing on a bunch of dicks, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Um, I guess you don't have his way with words, and that's okay. So, um, yeah, Cass didn't give her a straight answer, except that she absolutely did. She told her how many dates they went on, where they met, um, how long it went on for, blah, 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 everything. Um, she even told her that they kissed and stuff. Uh, and then, whatever, they meet. He's in a Messina ice cream truck, and it's really funny how they get the price in there. So she's like, <laughs> so I understand it. So Messina must be doing ice cream trucks. Yeah. She's like, so I understand it's two for $4. And he's like... Oh, two for four kisses. But any bet, it's two for four dollars at the Messina ice cream truck. <laughs> they really slipped that in there. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good value. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. So it's two cups of... Two, two scoops. Two, sco- two scoops for four bucks. That is a good deal. <laughs> we are also sponsored by Messina. What a good deal. I don't even like ice cream. Um... So, yeah, so then they meet at a lighthouse. They're going to climb up a lighthouse. And she's like, I've worn heels. This isn't good for lighthouse climbing. And I'm like, this is the least active date you've been on so far. Why would you wear heels? You wore heels to foot golf where you had to (laughs) climb up a goat track to get there. (laughs) Seriously. Stop complaining, Brittany. You also don't have to jump out of a plane. You're at a lighthouse. Yeah. Just calm down. Anyway, they go to the top of the lighthouse. They look over Sydney. Wherever it is. Cool. They nice have one. a smooch. Mm. Then a drone flies away. <laughs> you get the video from the drone. I wonder how many tries they had at that. <laughs> you'd be so annoyed at how often you'd be have to be kissing. Yeah. This stranger. Yep. It's annoying. Anyway. Then I mean, not them because they're horny for each other. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell that. No, Brittany. Okay, you know how I sometimes dislike people and you're like, it's the editing. Yes. Br- Brittany, I find, is very fake with her speaking, I think. But I think it's like, it's obviously because it's under pressure. You're on a show. But I'm also like, what is happening? You think she's fake? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if she actually like grew up in. Did she grow up in Port Macquarie, or did she just born there? And she you was, think she grew up in New York, and she's just an actress? <laughs> no, shut up. I hi, I hired this family. <laughs> classic New York accent I did for you just then. There's like a there's like a way that I've heard women speak, and then it's been pointed out to me that that's the way that they're taught to speak at Sydney private schools. Oh, it's something yes, that maybe I didn't, that's it. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which clearly we've both done. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously. Uh, What do you think? (laughs) So I was going to start talking about the second episode. And obviously I can't do that yet. No. Um, So then they go back to, it looks like the mansion. And um, there's a. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN three string trio or is it just a string trio i think they call them oh yeah it's a trio not a quartet isn't it well there's three yeah three (laughs) yeah (laughs) three amigos (laughs) um oh my god don't you dare sorry that was my doggy um so then they yeah they some people play strings which i'm sure nick loves um, he loves... He seems like a cultured boy. Yeah, for sure. And then they do some dancing. Nick loves to dance, um, even if he shouldn't. Yeah. Oh, he gets up and he spins around and I was just like, oh, God. He has that hip God. thing that he hate. Yes. He did that again. 
the that, hip thing. Yeah. The swinging into it thing. Yeah, where he like grabs his belt and does a little like to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. What is that? Is that like country? Yeah, I think he's like boot scooting. <laughs> Don't boot scoot. Boot scooting, baby. You're driving me crazy. I'm a dancer. Worse. I think that's what he's thinking in his head. I need. Um, you don't know. I don't. I wasn't listening to what the string quartet were playing. They could have been playing. They played music over the that. fucking top of it. That's the other part. I was like, why would you do that? Yeah. Maybe they w- weren't even playing because you know how they don't like to have music playing in the background. Well, they. Oh no! Them. I could still hear it. I could hear oh, the music yeah. in the background and then the music they were playing on top of it. Ah. And it was disgusting. <laughs> Um, it was disgusting and I hated it. Tell I wrote, me how you really feel. I wrote, dancing yuck, Nick sucks. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> We're angry. <laughs> so then they have their little couch time. Mm. And they haven't really talked about Cass. She brings yet. it up again though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, oh God, this is what she says. She goes, I couldn't have written a better man for myself. Yeah. Are you serious? I don't understand that. It's She's clearly like, I mean... Well, they said she's been single for like seven years, so she was twenty three the last time she was in a relationship because she's thirty now. Got her bloody heart stomped on. Yeah, got her heart stomped on. But I think she also might have like an idea of what somebody is in their mind, and I sometimes I don't think people expect that person to actually have a personality. That's like mm. no, they're like a like you know how you have like a dog and you love your dog, but your dog also doesn't talk to you, and you don't have to like emotionally figure out what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to connect with it you know um, you're like here's some treats now you love me yeah. that's not how a human partner works I think she's just like yeah he's funny and he likes to dance that's what I want no you don't know anything about him yet he's literally not opened up to you which is what he wants everybody else to do that's actually how I feel about Tarzo though like I wish I could ask him all those questions and just be like are you happy like I want to know if he's happy so bad what qualities would you take from your parents? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he rolled over because he's so cute. <laughs> Fuck, I love this dog. Did you see I posted someone like drew a picture of me and Tazo? I did see it. That's very cute. Tazo looks amazing. You do look amazing. Check that out on my Instagram. You, you sure little angel. This is, I think this is the first time we've had him in the room while we're recording the podcast. It's distracting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he draws my eye. I've been like, I have him in the car in the back seat, like strapped into like a seatbelt thing, but then I open the window, the back window, and he, it's like there's just enough length on it so that he can like pop his head out the window and just like sit it on the window. And then I'm just like looking at my side mirror constantly, just staring at him. I used to do that with my boy Sarge. Yeah, it's very distracting. <laughs> it is distracting. I also used to. My dog, he was a big German Shepherd and uh, what I had to do, start doing, is he would fit so much of his body out the window because he had the longest neck in the world. Like, because obviously from like this, like the, his like this part, like the, the torso of his body up to the head, that's mm. a very long distance. So I'd wind down the window, but then I would only wind down the window on the left hand side at the back and then drive on the left hand side. Because if not, he'd put his head so far out, I'd constantly be worried he was going to get decapitated. <laughs> I'm also worried that he's going to get <laughs> yeah. decapitated. Nothing's ever come, like, you'd have to go, you'd hit the car before you'd hit Tarzo, but I'm still like, he's going to die. <laughs> it's going to be like that movie Hereditary. Have you seen it? No. Oh, spoiler I alert. mentioned that. Well, somebody else has mentioned Is that the one with the girl? Is there a little girl in it who yeah. cuts off the head of a pigeon? Yes. Okay, yeah. Somebody told me that uh, that little girl reminded them of me. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, I know why they've brought this up to Danielle. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, spoiler alert, um, that happens to her. To she, like, leans her head out the window and he goes past a pole and oh. knocks her head off. Well, I haven't seen the movie and I don't <clears> want to. It's spooky. <laughs> um, so, okay, they're on the couch um, and then Brittany's like, I just feel like the wool's been pulled over my eyes. I don't know how to feel about this. Um, with, oh, with the cast stuff. The cast yeah. thing. Um, and then yeah. Nick's like, well, you know. It's run its course. We did a, we, we, we did, went on a few dates and we didn't hit it off at that point. Um, and, uh. You can't be upset he's had yeah. a past. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's weird, like, living with someone and then they, like, I think it would be weird from Brittany's perspective, for sure. Yeah, but also at the same time, it's like, 
I mean, it's fine for Cass not to tell you. Like, it's for her. You would understand. Like, I think Brittany would understand if she was in the same situation. She would feel uncomfortable telling yeah. everybody. Because everybody would think that it was a plan. Mm. They'd be like, you planned this. And be like, no, I didn't. It's coincidentally <laughs> the guy that I'm obsessed with. I do wonder if the producers knew. I think the producers did know. Mm-hmm. Because I think that... They probably do a background check, ask them, like, all their, all about their past, like, what kind of... See the people who are following them on Instagram. Yeah. Who are, you, who, who are your exes? Who have you dated? Yeah. Like, do you have any skeletons in your closet that would come out? Because they got to keep an eye on that stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so they would have known. Oh, Tyler's so stretched, everyone. He's very sweet. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, That was pretty much the end of the Britney date then, after the cast combo. Well, she says, does say, I'm all in. And then she says, I've never said that to anyone before, ever. Yeah, well. Like, didn't you have, like, a long-term partner? Yeah, weren't you there for five years? And you weren't all in? These four dates have been very big for you. Yeah. I think it's just like that's what that's the stuff that makes me feel uncomfortable with Britney because I'm like partly I'm like are you putting a lot of this on for the cameras like, mm. to be like it's genuine I love him but also it seems like I think Sophie seems way more genuine because she's like oh no I don't want to tell you <laughs> <I'm scared." laughs> and also the thing she wants to say is like I kind of maybe have a crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's falling in love with him. Yeah. Which is, I want to know the difference between I have fallen in love and I'm falling in love. I think it's Basically, like, I'm in love, but I don't want to say it yet. So I'll pretty much say it. I'll nearly say it. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like people who haven't been in love before or something. No. You don't reckon? I feel like it, I'm I think they've all been in love. You reckon? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Surely they've all had relationships. Come on. It doesn't mean they've all been in love, Naomi. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so then we get to Brooke's date. Uh, Nick goes, picks her up on a motorbike. And then they go to this place where they have to paint each other's bodies and then sit next to each other, in Look sit, like, in mirror. front of each other in, a, in front of a mirror and, like, their bodies next to each other make a painting. Um, I just want to quickly say that there is absolutely no way that they painted these without the help of somebody coming in and drawing where to paint. Absolutely not. They made a perfect tree with birds in it and then a couple kissing. I was like, no. The bits that I've seen of you is you like doing a turquoise blob on Brooke's face (laughs) and then you doing some yellow. (laughs) No, I saw Brooke like go over a bit that was like grey with black and oh like, really oh I see what's happening here yeah there's just there's absolutely no way there was like a there was like a painted like a sunset and then like sort of the sun in the background like it's, it's almost like a reflect like it was and then you've got like the silhouettes of two people in each other's arms yeah. um, with like the moonlight shining on them and it was just like this yeah. is just a lie yeah it was like sorry but there's no way that because also what Brooke was painting was the like bits of trees with some birds on it and then what nick was painting was a couple a silhouette <laughs> of a couple like quite detailed it book. was i was like no that didn't happen this is all of farce it's so funny because when they've done these sort of art things in the past it's usually like a goof like they're like oh yeah. look how awful we are haha but they're like it's the top three it's got to be romantic so let's just get a professional in so that there's something really sweet at the end not something that looks fucking dumb <laughs> yeah well does Brooke oh she's either doing sport or like something arty isn't she like they made they had to describe each other's faces they always try and make them do the intimate things where you gotta like oh, really yeah. look at each other and absolutely every other. time they have to make like heaps of eye contact but they have fun um, even though they are big liars and they've lied. Um, so then they have their couch time and, um, Brooke's like, I got to get to the bottom of this because Nick doesn't say anything. And by not say anything, I mean, he can say more than he's saying. Like, obviously if you can't, when there's like three women left, be like, I'm going to choose you. Yeah. Can't say that, but you can say, I really like you. And like, I'm really excited when I think about a future that we could have. Yeah. You can say something like that. 
You can talk in hypotheticals. Also, he doesn't do any of that. Yeah, also, yeah, you can say that without setting her off and also the producers can choose not to put that in the live TV show. Yeah. Which he clearly didn't just say that because if he had said anything to reassure her, she would have gone back in and stood there. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, they. she's like, I know where I am and I know where I stand, but where do you stand? And then he responds with, out of all the girls, I have the utmost respect for you. What the f- So you don't respect the other girls? What is that? You can't just say you like her? I don't think he knows what utmost respect means. No, I don't. I, I, I have them. It doesn't make sense when he says that. Like, you're like, wait, what? It should be. The most respect. Yeah, I have the most respect. But also, that's fucked too. It should yeah. Be, I have the utmost respect for blah, 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 blah. Out of all the girls. There should be, there's another part of a sentence there that's missing. It's almost like Nick is dumb. <laughs> it's weird that he's been hiding it with all this, talk, <laughs> with all this shit talk that he does. So he says, I'm struggling feelings wise with everyone at the moment. It's a strange concept and developing feelings for three girls is strange. I'm finding it hard to break past barriers and I'm struggling for those feelings to move on with everyone, not just you. And so Brooke starts crying. She's like, well, yeah, it's hard for me too. I just want some reassurance that you actually like me. And he says nothing. Yeah. You can't say you like her. Yeah. He like, doesn't say he likes any of them. You keep her for dates. You keep, like, choosing her for stuff. Just say, yes, I really like you. Or yeah. Yes, I like you. But, oh, anyway, he's a dickhead. My God. So she's like, well, that's a bit fucked. So then um, we get to the rose ceremony. <laughs> what is it? Brittany, I think, says, tonight's rose ceremony is definitely the biggest one for me to date. No shit. What? Yeah, it's the biggest for all of the people who are left. That's how a competition works. <laughs> nobody would be like, sorry, in layman's terms to explain, nobody would be like, this raw comedy heat is the most important out of all of them. It's like, no, the national final. Okay. That's so that Naomi can understand. Look, Danielle, um, some <laughs> people don't get to the national final. Yeah, I know. Not us, though. No, no, we get that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We're funny. <laughs> um, I'm for so amateur delirious. comedians. What for amateur open mic comedians? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so they're standing there at the rose ceremony, waiting for Osher and Nick to pop in for a visit, and then Brooke just walks off. Sophie and Britt are like, "Did I miss something?" And they're like, "I don't know. I missed it too. What's that? I don't understand." Does she just need to pee? No. So then Brooke walks outside, and this does seem actually spontaneous because they seem to be scrambling a little bit. Yeah. And Osha, then Osha just appears out of nowhere. And hey. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, do you know where Nick is? And he's like, yeah, I'll take you to him. Um, so then they get um, – he she – she goes up to Nick. Nick's there. She goes, I have a lot of questions I'm asking and I'm not getting answers and I feel hurt. And he says, where's the hurt coming from? Because she's asking a lot of questions and not giving her any answers. My leg. It's in my leg. <laughs> the pain's in my leg. Fucking hell. It's Nick. <laughs> You're always good with leg injuries. Um, I don't understand. I need- it's like he's like watched romantic movies and taken in like phrases where's the hurt coming from yeah well it's like that's something that in a movie they say after they've been together for a lot of years it's like that's when a couple's about to be divorced (laughs) okay you've had four dates like just have a chat with her please (laughs) yeah also just listen to um her explanation already of why she feels hurt yeah. that she already gave. <laughs> so she says, I need reassurance and I need to know that someone wants to spend time with me and loves me. Um, I've asked you so many times, where do you see us and what do you see in our relationship? And you've never really directly answered that. Um, and then she says she's been lied to a lot in relationships. Um, so, and then she says... I think she says this off camera. She says, sometimes I think selfishly I do need certainty and I need love. Oh, what a selfish, selfish bitch. <laughs> what I would like. She's so demanding. My long-term forever partner. Yeah. Is certainty. <laughs> and love. <laughs> <laughs> the two things that Stability. <laughs> make you a bitch for asking for, especially if you've gone from foster home to foster home. Yeah. And it does seem like to him he thinks like she's asking a lot. 
yeah. to him. He's like, oh my god, I didn't know you were one of those girls. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he says this is a tough place. Which, he just, he doesn't fucking talk. God, I'm so frustrated with him. These, he, he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as annoyed if he didn't put pressure on all these women to open up to him yeah. constantly. He's like, well, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. You have to open up to me because there's not enough time. And then they fucking open up to him. And then he just literally like looks at them just like, like a fucking deer in headlights. Thank you. Ha 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 ha. Do you want a pretzel? Grundies. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, she goes, it is a tough place and I'm so sick of feeling the way I've felt so many times in relationships. I need a guy who knows what he wants and can tell me that that's me. Ugh. And then he says, I just, I just need more time to advance my feelings and that way I can be 100% confident. You should know by the top three. Yeah. You should, <clears throat> yeah. Especially because it seems like, I mean, a lot of people have walked out this season. Yeah. You know, like, start, like, trying. It's like, there's a reason they're walking out. Yeah, because this is shit. You're giving nothing. And also, for a while there, it was like, you were giving nothing and there were bullies. Yeah. (laughs) And also expecting everything. Expecting women to do your emotional labor for you and hand you themselves on a fucking platter. Guess what, Nick? Not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very proud of Brooke for leaving, even though, like, she's like, I know he can't tell me, but he can tell you some things. He wasn't giving you as much as he could have given you. He could have given you more. Yeah. Do you reckon she could have been the winner? Or Absolutely. Do you he still would have. <laughs> Spo- oh, don't spoil it. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon maybe he was, she was the one he was going to choose. I reckon. But then he even says, he's like, that way I can be 100% confident. I think he's being honest there. I think at that point he still didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah. And I think that's because he's not, I don't even know, this sounds really mean because we've been really nice to him so far, but like, I don't even know if he's intelligent enough. Like, I feel like something's missing. Like, he can't connect with people. Yeah, I mean, he's. He's probably been in one too many tackles. <laughs> um, like, no, I I completely agree. I don't think he, like, can... I don't think he knows how a good relationship would work. And I think he thinks mm-hmm. that, like, it's something that, like... I think he thinks he's going to meet somebody and it's just going to be, like, boom, 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 fireworks, like, the first time they ever talk instead of being, like, something that you meet them and then get to know them and then start to like them. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when I met Mark, it was um, fireworks. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was him explaining how to make cured meats to me. <laughs> because, of course, it was. Yeah. Um, and you knew. <laughs> and I knew. I knew. Um, but it, uh, no, nah, I just, I okay, we don't really have any evidence that he is... Um, sexist or misogynist or anything like that, right? We don't have any evidence of that. I'm sure no. I could scrounge. Actually, if we look through that book that Malcolm gave me, the Which like book? Honey Badger, the Nick Cummins, he gave us that book. Yeah, but and I, there were I a think bit it was, things in there. It was also written a while ago <clears> too, so you can't judge somebody on who they were, however many years ago. You got to judge them on who they are now. Yeah, I don't think he would have changed that much, but no, we can like, pretend that he could have changed. Do you think he's capable of that much personal growth? But also, he's like. Heavily in the footy scene, which is like really masculine oh, yeah, no and really misogynistic. What. Yeah. And I think he's just good at self censoring. I don't think he sees women as equals. I don't think he would consciously be like, yeah. no, women aren't like as worthy as men. But I don't think he would connect with a woman the way this is. And this is just like, this is purely me just conspiracy conspiracy theory pure conjecture yeah (laughs) I said that too many times I didn't want to say it again um but like I just it's these kind of people where even when he's talking to them like I don't feel like I feel like he would think that there's 
a difference between the way that you act around your guy mates and a difference yeah. like when in the way that you act around like women and a girl that you're dating. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he would think they're two different things when they don't have to be like your partner should be your friend and yeah. it should be the same. You shouldn't have to have boys nights to let off steam and stuff like that, which yeah. is what's something that I definitely think that him and his friends would do. Yeah, well I wonder if he has any female friends who are just friends. Because I don't think... Doubt I, it. I don't trust any man who doesn't have female friends. Mm. Who are just purely friends who they like to hang out with for no ulterior motive. Because I think if you only... Like, the only reason men wouldn't have friend like female friends is because they would only see them as, like, something to fuck. Yes, absolutely. And they wouldn't think that mentally <laughs> they're capable of keeping up with them. Yeah. So... If yeah, I don't trust any I don't trust any man who doesn't have at least a few female friends. Same. My sister. Yeah. My sister, um, she she has like <laughs> I still think she's questioning and she's definitely less definitive about it now. But she used to be like women and men can't be friends. What? What? And I'd be like like my like one of my best friends is my old housemate Peter, who's a yeah. straight man. Um, so woo, but like <laughs> we lived together for like six years. Yeah. And like I always I'm like, what about me and Peter? And she's like you never know. He he might feel something for you. like. And then I was like, why does she think this? But I realized it's because like the guys that she hangs out with and like her ex boyfriends have all been misogynistic pieces of shit. Yeah. That she like is just used to talking to guys who don't see women as people, yeah. and therefore they only talk to her when they want to fuck her. And yeah. so then she's like, yeah, women and men can't be friends because every man I talk to is trying to with fuck me. with me. Yeah. And then like a guy, yeah, like a guy messaged her the other day and was like, do you want to go out to dinner? And then she. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, she was like, oh, maybe just, like, friend. And then he just blocked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that's annoying. That's really annoying. Yeah. Um. Anyway, men and women can be friends. They can. I don't think men, I don't think misogynistic men can be friends with women. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Even the ones who, like, talk to you when they don't want to fuck you, even those ones... Like, you can tell yeah, their eyes, like, glaze over a little bit. And sometimes those ones can just be talking to you because they want something else. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be sex. It can be just, like, oh. Career, career advance. Adva- <laughs> yes, exactly. What industry are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know exactly which industry. Oh, God. I even, I look in your eyes and I know the men we're talking about now as well. <laughs> We both know. We do know. But they're the ones, they just, they don't listen to you like they listen to a man. You they tell, talk over you. Yeah. Just you, like I did to you then. Yeah, like that. Good example. <laughs> um, And they like, they don't laugh at your jokes, but then after you're set, they're like, that was really funny. But I'm like, you yeah. don't think I'm funny in regular conversation, but then you realize they're not paying attention to anything you're saying. Yeah. I like when, yeah, in... In regular conversation, they don't laugh at anything. But when you're on stage, you can hear them and see them laughing, as <laughs> if they're there to say, "Look, I'm I'm laughing, and I don't want to be left out because every all the other people are laughing. Look, I get it. I get it. I completely understand your comedy. I get it. It's like you don't need to. Like, you don't. But honestly, I think it's that when you're on stage, they don't see you as a woman. They more they like finally they see you as a comic. But yeah, in real life, one to one. They treat you the way they would treat a regular woman because you're right there talking to them. Absolutely. And so that is just glaze over and wait for their chance to speak. Yeah, they're just waiting for their chance to <laughs> <Yeah>. talk. <laughs> and you're like, hello. <laughs> always trying to crack a fucking gag that you feel obliged I to laugh at. I fucking hate that. You don't always need to be on. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's our rant. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for that. <laughs> About the comedy and <laughs> Uh, peek behind the curtain to all of those men who are definitely listening to this. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so oh, where were we? God, we are so much more interesting than this show. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. Nick, um, Brooke is like, I, I've, I've made a decision. I need to go home. Um, I care for you. You're incredible. Brooke, come on. Um, he is not. Um, and he's like, Brooke, I'm not going to stand in your way as much as I want to because my respect of my respect for you and how much I care for you outweighs the selfishness and I want you to be happy. Do you think he has a word of the day? And that day it was respect. <laughs> yeah. 
I think we've said this before. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's why I think this is just respect women. And he's like, okay, I just need to literally every time I talk to a woman be like, I respect you. Respect, respect, respect. Top Sheila. Yeah. Fuck, what a dickhead. Because he always talks about how he's real spiritual. And I think he thinks that like, that like having one of those like word of days is like self care. (laughs) And he's like, I'm, this is real spiritual. I am doing a good thing you know i'm learning words i think nick really likes the idea of growth yeah i don't think he likes growth no i don't think he'd ever want to ask one of those questions mm. that's like hard Mm-mm. like you <laughs> just like you're like oh no yeah nick and i are the don't same the questions again. <laughs> ah, don't ask me if i'm happy <laughs> um so then yeah they're sitting there and this is nick is really taken aback he goes i can walk i can I can walk you out. <laughs> That's what he says. He's stunned. He's like, a woman rejecting me? That would never happen. The man with the thick neck. Um, And then she goes, I think that's probably a good idea. Um, And he goes, this wasn't part of my plan. I'm going to miss you, Brooke. What was your plan? It doesn't seem like you have one, sir. No, I honestly think mm. he probably wouldn't have chose her either. Really? Yeah, I reckon he would have like... The thing is, like, she th- that would have been a more dramatic ending because she would have absolutely been tearing up, like, cry- bawling her eyes out when he said, nah. Brooke. Yeah. I just think that he didn't want to be with anybody. Like, I think he just did it. I think he did it as a publicity stunt, thinking, oh, yeah, I'll pick one. Like, I'm sure there'll be one in there who I kind of like and I do need publicity. Um, And then at the end was like, oh, fuck. All the good ones are gone. What have I done? I think we should analyze this more next episode. Okay, yes. But I do think, um, I do think he was like, I don't have that many years left of football. I need to do something else. Yeah. I need to get more publicity. I need to get my face back in people's. But this is a dangerous game. Yeah. Because you don't want to end up hated. You don't want to end up like Blake Garvey. Yeah. Because he doesn't. He he just doesn't seem like the type of person who. If there was no TV cameras around, we'll go through this same process. Mm-hmm. Which it feels like, I mean, I don't think... Wait, wait, say that again. If there were, like, no cameras around, if this was just a weird process that you did, that people did... Oh, if there wasn't people, any publicity. Yeah. Right. I don't feel like he would do it. And I feel like... I thought you were like... <laughs> would do it. I think Cass would do it. I thought you were like, I don't think he would um, just... In this society, just round up 25 women. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you probably wouldn't. I think that's okay, though. <laughs> um, but if this is like a normal process, no. Yeah. I don't think he would do that either. I think it was definitely about the FaceTime. Yeah. Me the too. Instagram followers. Yeah. Me too. I bet he's got heaps of Instagram followers since this. Well, he doesn't post on Instagram I mean, he's posting more now because he's, like, obviously sponsored by um, the Kimberly because he's up there traveling around. Oh, but he's on the Kokoda Trail now. And then I went back on his Instagram and um, he'd, like, advertised that he was going to be on the Kokoda Trail. So and you could, could go, go for, like, him. five grand. You could go with him. And I'm, like, fucking shattered I didn't do it. Imagine, like, Ex- eight days with him. Excuse me, Nick. Nick. <laughs> slow- Nick, slow down. Nick, I have some questions for you. Nick. <laughs> Were you going to pick Brooke? <laughs> Nick. Why won't you open up to me, Nick? I've got some, I've got 100 questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we should that is a spot on me. impression of me. Nick. Hello. Hello. It's <laughs> literally the only word I say. I've startled my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the trip, you would have been like, bye. <laughs> Which brings us to the end of this episode. Um, next episode, we're just gonna bitch out. I think bitch out. We're just gonna lose it. What? I don't know. Oh, we're gonna say bitch out to end this episode. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying next episode we're gonna like just be bitches and just talk oh, shit. Yeah. Absolutely, one about the mess. Because until we get to the final season. Nothing fucking happened. No. <laughs> it was so boring. Yeah, it was. Again. Seriously. 
Um, so uh, follow us everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. G- send us an email. Individual Instagrams. Naomi's yes. at Nomstrosity. I'm yep. at Danielle's Cool. Okay, you can search our <coughs> names. <laughs> 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 that was too much admin for Danielle. She's oh, allergic to it. <laughs> um, uh, our music's by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. That's his website. We just screech over the top of it. Uh, it's not called screeching. <laughs> it's called art. Okay. Learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else? Um, that's it. Give us reviews. We're going to do The Bachelorette next season. Yep. Um, Which is starting next week. I've been told numerous times. Yeah. Why is there no break between seasons? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what the fuck? So um, we My are. My mum's in town <laughs> next week. Oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> um, so for that, um, a bit of a heads up. We are just going to record one episode a week. I'm sorry if you've gotten used to a routine of listening to two episodes a week, but um, we will um, disintegrate if we don't um, do less episodes, yeah. I think. Our mental health will suffer. Yeah. <laughs> We'd probably make a good podcast, but oh well. Um, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a side podcast where I just read you the 100 questions and it's <laughs> you slowly trying to make up an ulterior personality to answer those questions. That's the Patreon. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. It's just Naomi crying. <laughs> uh, I'll give you my bank account details for you to transfer the money to. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, I'll give you a cut, Naomi. God. Anyway, yeah, we're doing one episode a week because I feel like The Bachelor is going to be really boring anyway. Yeah. But it is going to be very different because we've seen some promo and yeah. um, it's just going to be a bunch of dumb fuck boys getting into fights. Yeah, it's pretty say, much the exact opposite, really. It just look like all dumb fuck boys and then like one 55-year-old <laughs> chauffeur. <laughs> yes. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Anyway, well, m- more about that next episode. Yes. Um. Until then, bye. bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.